you must approach a draft with one specific goal, not all of the goals at once. This is where perfectionism is such a big enemy is when you get caught up in wanting to write this perfectly stylistically beautiful and wonderfully proofread book and you haven't even discovered the story yet. So knowing which draft you're on is going to help you focus on just what you need to do right now. and welcome to Your Next Draft. I'm Alice Sudlow, and in this podcast, I'll teach you how to finish your first draft, edit your next draft, and craft a publication-ready novel. I am a developmental editor, avid reader, and story nerd. I help writers write and edit books they're truly proud of and then publish stories readers love. Every week, I'll give you quick, actionable tips you can use right away to finish your next draft. Stick with me and with your editing process, and soon you'll publish an amazing book. Welcome to your next draft. Today, we're talking all about how to know which draft you're writing. Are you writing a first draft, a second draft, a third draft, or beyond? It seems like a simple question and kind of obvious to answer, and sometimes it is. But consider someone who's been working on a book for 10 years. They've written 75,000 words, but they think the book will be 100,000. They've never written the end of the book, but they've rewritten the first act a dozen times. And they've seen the story get better and they're writing it better as they go. But they're also feeling really frustrated. They're not sure if the story is working and they want to know whether the plot is good before they spend all of the time and energy to write the end and finish the book. Are they on a first draft, a second draft, or a different draft? Or consider someone with 50,000 words of a manuscript that they think should be about 80,000 words. It's missing some scenes, and they came up with a whole new subplot towards the end, and they made it to the end of the story, but they know that there are some things that are missing that they skipped in the middle. Are they on a first draft, a second draft, or another? I used to help run a writing program called 100 Day Book, which is a fantastic program, by the way. And the first question that we would ask people when they joined was, are you writing your first draft or are you editing your second draft? And while this question might seem simple, the answer was not obvious for a lot of people. So today I'm going to help you answer this question for your book. Which draft are you on? But before we get to the answer to the question, I also want to talk about why this matters. It's important to know which draft you're on because that determines what your goal is in your writing or editing process for this specific draft. In the last episode, I talked about how many drafts it takes to edit a book, and the really brief version is there are four categories of drafts. Your first draft is your discovery draft where you're telling yourself the story. Your developmental edit is where you're establishing the structure of the story. The line edit is the stylistic edit where you're polishing paragraphs and sentences. And your proofread or your copy edit is where you're fixing typos and other technical errors before publication. You cannot do all of those things in the same draft. It's just not possible to do them all effectively at once. And if you try to do them all at once, you're going to get really stuck. Go back to that example of someone who spent 10 years working on the same manuscript and hasn't made it halfway through the book. That person has edited the early part of that manuscript over and over and over, and they're probably doing all three kinds of editing, developmental, line, and proofreading. But that person hasn't finished the manuscript, which means they've never accomplished the goal of the first draft. And they're so caught up in writing a perfect book that they never finish the book. And no matter how perfect those early chapters are, they can't be published 
because the rest of the book is missing. And honestly, after they finish writing the end of the book, probably a lot of those pieces in those early chapters are going to change anyway because they will have now discovered what the whole story is. You must approach a draft with one specific goal, not all of the goals at once. This is where perfectionism is such a big enemy is when you get caught up in wanting to write this perfectly stylistically beautiful and wonderfully proofread book and you haven't even discovered the story yet. So knowing which draft you're on is going to help you focus on just what you need to do right now. I have one simple rule for you to figure out which draft you're on. You're writing your first draft if you haven't finished the story yet. If there is more story to tell, you're still in the first draft. You are in the editing process if you have written the whole entire story from start to finish, even if it's messy, even if it's missing pieces, even if it has plot holes. If the whole story from start to finish is there on paper, you have finished your first draft and you're now in the editing process. So there's the simple rule. If you haven't finished telling yourself the story, you're in the first draft. If you have, you've made it to the editing process. And congratulations, because in my opinion, this is where the fun really begins. My hope in this podcast is that you discover how much you love editing. Honestly, most writers I've found don't share my enthusiasm for the editing process, but I'm going to keep saying it in hopes that it rubs off on you. Now, how do you figure out which draft you're on in the editing process? I mentioned earlier episode two of the podcast where I talked about the four kinds of drafts, and I'm going to link to it in the show notes so you can go back and give it a listen after this if you haven't heard it yet. It's going to be really helpful to you in figuring out what kind of editing your book needs right now, and it would be really easy for me at this point to just repeat the whole episode, so I'm going to try not to do that. Instead, I'll say, first, to figure out your draft, start with whichever draft number you've counted. If you've written three drafts, you've finished draft three, and the next will be draft four. You could keep doing that forever. You could have 40 drafts. Don't write 40 drafts of a novel. There's no need. Go get an expert opinion on your draft. Go publish it and move on to the next book. So for starters, your draft is whichever number you're on. But again, this is less about numbers and more about goals. What's the purpose of each draft? What are you accomplishing in it? You could have a third draft that's proofreading or a 10th draft that's developmental editing. So here are some questions for you to help you figure out which draft you're on. Have you established the structure of your story? Does your story work? Are your characters developed? Are the plot holes all filled in? Have you created a story arc that makes sense and that readers will enjoy? If your story still has problems in any of those areas, you're working on a developmental edit. This is definitely going to be your draft two, but you might also work on this in later drafts if you don't get it shored up early on, which is very normal. I've worked with a lot of writers who are beyond draft two, but they're working on their developmental edit. Next, are you satisfied with the language of your manuscript? Do the chapters flow? Do the sentences and paragraphs sound the way you want them to? If you're editing words and sentences, but not making changes to the plot, you're in a stylistic edit. This might happen in draft three, or it might happen in later drafts if you do a few rounds of developmental editing. I also find that when writers developmentally edit their books, their style often naturally improves as they go. So this isn't always the primary focus of the draft, but improvements are still happening at this level. And then third, 
are you making small tweaks and catching grammar mistakes and typos? If you're fixing technical errors like grammar and spelling, but not really changing the words on the page, then you're in a copy edit. This is the final round of editing before publication. Now, if you're fixing technical errors, but your gut is telling you that there are still story-level problems, there's a possibility that you'll still need a developmental edit. Don't despair. That's normal, especially for writers who are working on their first ever book to need a few rounds of developmental editing or to skip ahead in steps and still need to go back to developmental editing. I recommend getting an outside opinion at this point, especially a professional opinion. This is where an editor can be a really huge help. But you can also get great feedback from a writer's group or even from any reader friends you have who love stories and who will give you their honest opinion. You don't just want someone who will just say nice things to avoid hurting your feelings. You really want to know how your story is impacting readers and what they are enjoying and what they're dissatisfied with. And there you go. First draft, second draft, and beyond, and how to figure out which draft you're on right now. So we've talked about all these drafts with whole numbers, draft one, draft two, draft three, etc., But before I wrap up, I also want to mention one sort of exception that I see sometimes with writers, and that's draft point five. This is where the writer has made it to the end of the book, but they're missing a lot of things in the middle. Maybe they left large chapters or sections to write later with some brief notes about what they'll put there. Or maybe they wrote non-linearly, so they jumped around a lot in the book during their writing process, and they've written the end, but not some of the pieces in the middle. Maybe they could think of a dozen ways that some of the scenes in the middle could go, and they couldn't choose between them, so they wrote, maybe this happens, or maybe that happens, and then they moved on. In all these cases, technically, the writer has reached the end of the story, but there are large pieces missing, the word count is probably a lot lower than their goal word count, and they probably have the sense that the draft isn't really finished. I think that calling this draft .5 is reasonable. It honors the work the writer has done, which is a lot of work, while also recognizing that they haven't quite accomplished the goal of the first draft yet. They have not fully told themselves the story. And if you have a draft .5, I want to say a few things to you. First, congratulations on all the effort that you've already put into this book. You have already made more progress than most aspiring writers ever make, and that's a huge deal, so congratulations. Second, you're not alone. This is a very common step for writers to be in. In fact, I have kind of a funny story for you that hopefully will reassure you a little bit that you're not the first writer in this position. One author I worked with was on deadline for some chapters with her book, and she needed to hit a certain word count and wasn't sure what to write. She'd mentioned a Katy Perry song earlier in the chapter, so she just copied and pasted all the lyrics to that Katy Perry song right into the chapter. If that author's listening, she knows exactly who she is, and she's probably laughing that all these years later, I still remember that Katy Perry song and am using it as an example. Point being, though, she knew that song was filler, and she knew that she still hadn't really written that chapter when she was done, even though she'd hit her gold word count. Now, that book is now published, and the full lyrics to the Katy Perry song did not stay in the book, in case you're wondering— But if you're at the point where you just want to pop some Katy Perry songs into your book so you can make it to a certain word count and call it finished, you're not alone. And the last thing I want to say to you, if you're in this position, your next step, getting from draft point five to draft one, is going to be challenging. Let's talk about why. One major reason why people end up with a draft point five is because they wrote all the things that came easy to them. Maybe they wrote the parts of their story that they knew, but there are some twists in the story where they don't know what happens next, so they skipped them. 
Or they have several options for the direction the story could take, and they couldn't choose, so they skipped them for later. Maybe they wrote the parts that are more inspiring to them, or the more exciting scenes, like the thrilling climax. Or maybe they wrote the parts of the story that are more fun and less painful to write. Sometimes I see this with memoirists, that they'll end up with a draft point five because there are some really deeply painful, personal, heavy, emotional scenes that they know they need to include, but those are also really difficult to write, and so they mark them to write later, and they keep going. In all those cases, the writer has done a ton of great work, and they've skipped the hard parts. So the bad news I have for you is that if you're on draft point five, you're going to have to write the hard parts. No matter why those parts were hard for you to write, whether it's because you don't know what comes next, or you have too many options and you haven't decided, or you think that these are the really boring parts, or you find them really painful to write, you're still going to have to write them in order to make it to a complete draft one. I do have a couple things to make it a little easier to write these hard parts. First, write an outline of your book and use it to really plan in specific detail what you need to write in those missing sections. This is going to do a few things. If you don't know what comes next, this is going to allow you to get back into that creative, imaginative space and start making some of those decisions about what happens in those gaps. And it will do that without you having to write thousands of words, decide that they didn't work and that you want to do it a whole completely different way, and then discard what you've written to write thousands more words. You'll get to test run all these different scenarios in your imagination so you can write exactly what you need. Also, if you skipped sections because they were really painful to write, this will be an even bigger deal. This process will help you narrow in on exactly the painful sections that you need to write. Then, when you do sit down to write those things, even though they're hard, you'll know that you're not pushing yourself into this really difficult emotional space just to cut things from the story later. You're adding exactly what the story needs, no more, no less, and you're going into this difficult space for a specific reason. Your book will still need editing, and there might be things that you decide to add or cut later, but this will still help make getting to a full draft one a little bit easier because it'll be more strategic. And the second suggestion I have for you if you're going from a draft point five to a draft one is to get some help. If you're stuck on draft point five, this is a great moment to call in an editor or a book coach, a professional who can help you figure out why you're stuck and get you moving again. They will probably go through a process that's similar to what I was just describing you doing on your own of thinking through your story as a whole and planning how to fill those gaps. But you'll be doing this thinking and planning process with outside feedback and a soundboard to bounce ideas off of. And that can really bring clarity around what your book needs and also the confidence that what you're writing is going to work. If you have a million ideas for the direction your story could take and you just can't pick one, Talking with an editor who can help you figure out what your ultimate vision is for your book and how to translate that to the page will be really helpful for you. All that to say, if you're in a draft point five space, that's a totally legitimate point to be in in your drafting. And you have made a ton of progress so far. And your next step is to make it to a complete draft one. All right, that's my full overview of how to figure out which draft you're writing. Now, I do have a free download for you. It's a quiz to help you figure out which draft you're on. I've written a few questions that you can ask yourself about your book and what it needs right now, and that's going to help you apply everything we just talked about to your book and determine what your next best steps are in your writing and editing process. 
Now, if you've been listening to the past couple of episodes, you've probably noticed a theme here, which is determining what draft you're on and what you need to do next. And as we get into later episodes of this podcast, I'm going to give you more and more specific things about how to implement the right changes to your book. But it really does start here, figuring out what the whole entire writing, editing, and publishing process looks like, and then where you are in that process and how to get yourself from where you are to your next step so you can get ready to publish. So that's why I really recommend this quiz, so that you can pinpoint exactly where you are in this writing process and what you need to do next. You can get that download by going to alicesudlow.com slash draft quiz. And I'm going to link to that in the show notes as well, so it's really easy to find. And I also want to give you an assignment to do right now. So the title of this episode is How to Figure Out Which Draft You're Writing, and that's exactly what I want you to do. The first part of your assignment is to go get that quiz and fill it out to figure out which draft you're writing. Then I want you to identify one goal for yourself for the draft you're currently on, just one thing that you're going to focus on right now. If you're on draft one, tell yourself the story. If you're on a developmental edit, figure out your story's structure. If you're on a line edit, make those sentences flow. If you're on a copy edit or a proofread, Go through that book with a fine-tooth comb and catch every mechanical error you can. And if you're on draft point five, challenge yourself to dig into the hard things and fill in those gaps in your story. Don't forget to download that quiz. Get that download by going to alicesudlow.com slash draft quiz. Go to that page, fill out the form, and I'll email you that quiz. And then, as an extra bonus, once you fill out that quiz, hit reply on that email and let me know which draft you're on. I'd really love to know. That's it for this episode of Your Next Draft. If you enjoyed what you just heard, go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And while you're at it, would you mind leaving a rating and review? That makes a huge difference in helping other writers discover this podcast too. Plus, I love reading your reviews and they help me know what's helpful to you so I can be sure to share more tips you'll love. All right, pick up your pin, get back to editing, and I'll see you next week with a new episode. 